Happening, everyone. Welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm your host, Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm pretty sure Grognak's there with us. You here with us, Grognak? I know the kobolds are there. He is. I know the kobolds are acted up this evening, but uh, it's getting hot. So yeah, it's getting it's getting to be. It was just midsummer, so yes. Um, also joining us this evening, all the way from the West Coast, Mr. Typhus. What's happening, sir? What's up, Johnny? What's up, Grognak? Welcome Happy back, dude. Here, as always. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me, buddy. But uh, yeah, this is the Nationalist Inquirer, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna shit post around the news. I don't know if Jack is is gonna show up. Um, if he's Damn, not. I was about to cut in and say, "And with Jack." Oh, and with Jack, there he is. Hey, buddy. What's going on? What's going on? Yes, we are here. Uh, Reinhardt is on sleep depth, so he is taking the night off. And Dogbot had an event, so it's just gonna be the four of us. But that's all right. Um, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. There was, Jesus, there was so much news that happened over the course of the week. Um, we lost, we, we, we lost, I'm just getting rid of this music. We lost, we lost the, what, three billionaires? Do you count the kid? I don't know. We lost. Oh, the, yeah, in the submarine. Yes, we lost the Ocean Gate Titan or whatever the hell it was called, right? It was. Uh, yeah. It it died on Sunday, but they told us about it on Thursday. Thanks, government. <laughs> oh man, um, is it just me, or was the entire thing absolutely fake and gay? Well, it's like the official new challenger, right? Right. Except they didn't. I don't know. Did they? Did they uh, bring this into every children's classroom across the United States? No, but it was definitely the biggest normie news story of the, of the week it was going on. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But, um, no, that's the thing about the Challenger is the Challenger was like you were forced to participate in their ritual. Yeah, they t- they had the TV on the wheels. and they, Well, they my, my kid is trying to build submarines out of Legos right now, so there's got to be some reason for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean th- isn't that what social media is? <laughs> I, like, I didn't sit him in any classrooms, but... 
What'd you say, Jack? I, I was gonna They're say, like, they don't YouTube need classrooms. They, yeah, they don't need classrooms anymore. They, they, everyone's got social media, They're just flooded with it. Yeah, I guess. Ooh. But I think the controlled environment of having having the AV nerd come rolling in the TV on wheels. You guys remember that, right? You come rolling in, you're like, oh, cool movie day, right, or whatever. But um. Yeah, they brought one into everybody's class. It wasn't just like science class or whatever. But uh, I remember I was in. Yeah, I think we've talked about that a couple of times. For me, they wheeled it in for the OJ trial. Did they really? Really? Yeah, I was in. I want to say I was in fourth grade. What and the, like, this what the man hell? might have strangled someone to death. And we're like, why? What are the we hell does a, yeah, a fourth grader more? need? Why does a fourth grader need the fuck? Yeah, every time they wheeled it into my class, it was just to watch Gattaca. We watched Gattaca probably like, <laughs> probably like eight, eight times in school. It was like the only DVD the school had. That's pretty funny. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I didn't pull up. Yeah, yeah hey, weird. I didn't pull up the Pilled live stream, but uh, we are live on Pilled. We're live on DLive, and we are live over on Odyssey. What is up, everybody? Uh, thanks for Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, let me see. Always love to see the pilled on Odyssey audiences coming in. Oh yeah, dude. So far, it's only only thirty on the pilled right now, but that's all right. That's all right. We've been getting up. Uh, we've been getting up over fifty, sixty. It's, it's not bad, you know. It's not bad for a Tuesday night live stream. Sure. But um, yeah. So see if it goes any better than the last one, that was oh. still a good show, though. The one. With- it's still a great show. Oh, no, no. Don't get me wrong. It was great. Do not odd get me wrong. Pro- odd technical problems, though. Well, the only technical problem we really had was Martin's uh, audio. He lost He lost us there. Sorry about he, yeah, that. Yeah, he couldn't hear us. That was weird. He could not hear us. We could hear him. Could was... see everything he was showing us on the live feed. It was yeah. odd. Very strange, man. Yeah, we could see everything he was showing us. We were, you know, we could see. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, but we were, we powered through it. You know, we powered through it. We, we finished the show. We did a, we did a good show on dragons and, uh, we, we missed a lot of stuff on the dragons because, because of the live stream issues, but we will go back and one of these days and, and do another touch up episode on that. But, uh, Martin Liedeke will be coming back to, uh, to the paranormies and we're going to have a discussion, even if we have to just sit down and do a podcast without a live stream and just sit around and talk for two and a half hours. Hammer it out. What's that? Hammer it out. Hammer it out. What are you, Canadian today? Out? <laughs> what do you think of dragons, Typhus? <clears throat> What's your opinion on them? Uh, not convinced they still exist, but definitely symbolic representation of some type of large reptilian creature that probably lived at some point in the past. Do you think that St. George actually slayed a real dragon? Uh, I mean, it depends on like what you call as like real dragon, you know, like the... A big, was probably... it a big lizard or do you think it was a story about, you know, where the dragon represented something? No, prob- probably a big lizard. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, n- not like uh, maybe like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones style dragon that you know you imagine but an actual that's okay large... that's what i wanted to hear so like maybe like a giant monitor or something 
Yeah. Okay. Or like a giant alligator. Sure, sure. Dude, did you guys see the video of the fucking crocodile swimming next to the boat? And the boat was doing like, I don't know, 25, 30 knots. And this crocodile is just keeping up. I missed that. So scary, dude. Yeah, they can swim fast. They can be really hard to see, too. I I was in Florida for a while uh, last year and went, went through central Florida, which, you know, is like crocodile alligator territory. Uh and when they're in the water, like they just barely have their eyes like above mm-hmm. the surface level. You can Sne- barely see them. Sneaky bastards. Yeah, very sneaky. Oh man. So she gained some kind of achievement for getting in and out of Florida alive. <laughs> I do it all the time. Dude, I do it all the time. What are you talking about? Well, uh the gators do too. I mean they're running across the the freeways there all the time. A lot of them get road killed. But. Oh, they do. Yeah, my mom. When my mom was living in Florida, um, <clears throat> she was in Cocoa for twenty some odd years. But she was in Rockledge for a while, and there was a little swampy area between the backyard of her house and like the backyard of whatever bit on the other street. And there were always alligators back there. Always. Yeah. 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 And they had my mom had uh, my mom's husband who's no longer with us. Uh, he had a Chihuahua. I hate those fucking dogs. Oh. And I was like, I would go walk to, like when I st- I stayed down there with him. And I would go take the dogs for a walk or whatever. My mom's dog and his dog. And I just was like praying we'd find an alligator so I could feed that stupid fucking Chihuahua <laughs> to it. I hate Chihuahuas, dude. Do you? I mean, it's the only dog I've ever been attacked by in my life. I've, I've been most dogs love me. Like people are like, careful that dogs mean. And the next thing you know, dogs like uh, you know, paws on my shoulders, licking my face. Um, dogs and babies love me. It's just. They know, right? But a chihuahua? Fuck a chihuahua, dude. Fuck a chihuahua. <laughs> All my niggas hate chihuahuas. They do, man. Chihuahuas are like a big rat on acid, right? You always you used to see them like when, when the malls were safe to, you know, to walk around. You'd see like some fat lady in the mall sitting there with her fucking chihuahua sitting on her titty just vibrating, growling at you. You walk by. Yeah, they can it. definitely have some aggression issues. They well, yeah, they literally the 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 physical embodiment of the Napoleon complex for dogs. And uh, uh, I met one very chill chihuahua like uh, two and a half weeks ago. But, <laughs> they had to have been giving uh, it like uh, weed brownies. <laughs> possibly, possibly. I'm pretty sure the owners. Were that's, that's why they made Ren. Remember Ren from Ren and Sippy? That's yeah, dude. Ren was a chihuahua. Yeah, absolutely. He's, yeah. he's too edgy all the time and angry. Mm-hmm. But my mom's Marcel got down. now. She's got this thing. It's like half chihuahua, half something fuzzy. It looks like a tiny, tiny. If you took a chihuahua and dressed it up like a lion, that's what it looks like. So it's like it's got like a. That's mane. how they feel on the inside. Yeah, it's got a mane, and I mean, he's like he's literally like four and a half inches tall. And <laughs> we have a golden. My mom, my mom lives with us, and um, my mom, we have a, we have a golden and a black lab, and they both like. You know, like walk over the dog, and like, and he's like in between their legs, like walking around a bron, like us walking around like a brontosaurus or something, right? And this dog is literally like four inches tall and maybe eight inches long. It's the smallest. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate little dogs, dude. I just do. I don't know. Uh, pit bulls and little dogs. That's it. And most of those little dogs, like 
they were like uh, rat hunters and stuff, right? That's where a lot of them came from. Um, yeah, they were like bred to like dive down into burrows. And mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why dachshunds are the best at that. They're long and, and skinny and they get down in the holes and whatever. And they're they're nice yeah. little dogs, you know. And dachshunds, I've yeah. never met a mean dachshund. But uh, yeah, they're very nice. Yeah, have you ever, you ever remember the show Road Rules on MTV a long time ago? Uh, I actually didn't watch a lot of MTV growing up. Well, there was a show. Okay, it was a show where they had these two teams, and they have to find an RV and drive it across the country, and blah blah blah, and do all these these challenges. And one of them, I remember this because the, my girlfriend at the time wanted to watch it all the time. And they were in Mexico at a bullfighting arena, and instead of bulls or anything, they had chihuahuas, and there were like a hundred of them, and they all had a key around their neck, and one of the keys opened. Uh, open the RV or start the RV or whatever. They had to. They actually stopped. They stopped the episode, and because the people were getting like eaten alive by the Chihuahuas, it was just like this is dumb. This is this is a bad idea. Because <laughs> they were getting like they were literally these dogs were like they were like wild Chihuahuas from Mexico City. Like why would you do that? Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate Chihuahuas. So, <laughs> anyways, that has nothing to do with the nationalist. Yeah, I remember when reality TV. <laughs> Do you remember when reality TV like actually was a little bit reality TV for a little for a small window? Um, just like what shows do you mean by that? What shows are you talking about? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was all scripted. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that from like the one, very like, beginning, it seemed like to be ones like that where things would go like awry and they would still like put it in the show, kind of. But now that something like that would probably just be edited out. You know what I mean? Well, most of it was. Ed- I mean, they didn't edit it out. It was just like. They stopped the they stopped the challenge because people were like they're, they're like okay out of the twelve people eleven of them need stitches so, <laughs> so. that's true yeah but so no there never was reality TV. there never was reality what about, cop? what about cops cops was probably the closest thing to reality television I would say actually I'll give you cops I'll give you cops what do you think Typhus it was too close I mean it's why it's why uh, they they got rid of it right yeah well <laughs> it was a TV show like almost ever yeah right right next to like the Simpsons and like sixty minutes or something but um it just showed you the worst of white America and like just yeah, all that's very true all of Black America <laughs> I'm serious. it's funny but like that that's filed under funny because it's true because and I grew up in Hartford you know what I mean around a lot of blacks. And I know what it's well, like. Dude, I'll tell you what, at least when I was a little kid and they came on like after the Simpsons, I had some actual like respect for cops because I saw that show. I was like, wow, they like really have to run down like crazy people sometimes. You know what I mean? For sure, dude. Not I mean, like, I have not in every little town, but I have family that's cops, right? On my dad's definitely side. an aspect of that show I remembered as a kid. <laughs> I have cops on my dad's side and my cousin used to tell us stories all the time about the stuff he used to have to do. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, you know, they chased down this, you know, this big brother on PCP and it took six cops to take him down. Okay. Well, there you go. Watch out for big niggers on PCP. But like, you know, you have a little bit of respect for some of the stuff they do. But then as you get older, you realize that cops are actually the bad guy. But without them, um, who would police the actual bad guys? You know? I don't know. I think Ops they're are just substance abusing obstacle course graduates. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they're kind of a necessary evil to a point. Unfortunately, as long as there's 
blacks and other people of criminality. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what you, you guys take th- away one side of the scale is it's all going to be lopsided. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, like, was there ever a time when cops were good? Do you think? Um, what you probably when they worked in the towns that they lived in mm. and then when they took them out of the towns, their, their own communities, that's when they slowly stopped giving a fuck. I was going like to say the arguments place, I would hear is like the, the relationship probably corrupted. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so, arguments uh, I hear is, like, sheriffs are better. Okay, Jack, you live in the same state as me. You're probably aware that at least two of the states, uh, the towns in the state, they had to be totally wiped out and taken over by the state police because both of them were running, like, drug rings. One of them out of a airport, a local airport. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah, they don't... <laughs> You don't have the best uh, reputation, you know what I mean? But yeah, th- that's kind of a modern invention, I, th- I think, where you have police that are just straight up like running gangs, like yeah, not, like not even minimally different from street gangs, like with tattoos and you know, dude, uh, these just cops on hardcore crime. These cops, yeah, full on sleeve neck tattoos. These guys look <clears throat> no different than the gangbangers they're supposedly arresting. Right. Um. Yeah, and like I said, like my my cousins, I have I have one cousin that was uh, forced into early retirement because of corruption charges. Um, I know an electrician who used to be a cop who was forced into early retirement for corruption charges. There is a there's an electrician in San Francisco. I don't know if he's, he's probably retired by now. He used to be an Oakland cop who was forced into retirement because he used to. Um, he used to have this one hooker, I guess, that he liked or something. And he used to go pick up her boyfriend and beat the fuck out of her boyfriend and, like, make her do things for him so that he would, like, leave her boyfriend <laughs> I alone. I mean, yeah. it, it sounds like he's, this... living a, he's, like, living the story of, like, a hard-boiled detective. Character. Yeah. Well, dude, this guy, like, the stuff that he did, like, he, he was, he'd brag about some of the shit that he did. He took a, um, they found a, hell, they found this Hell's Angels uh, hangaround. Right, he hadn't even gotten his bottom patch yet. Right, not even got his bottom rocker, and they fucking beat the shit out of him. Took his shoes, threw him in the trunk of their car, of the squad car, took him into the blackest section of Oakland, and dumped him off. To yeah, be like, fair, the hooker's boyfriend did deserve it for well dating a hooker. Right. You know. <laughs> well, you know, hookers always have boyfriends, right? They always a hooker always has a fucking boyfriend. It's weird, right? And some dude who like he beats her. It's not. It's never her pimp either. It's just her boyfriend. It's weird, but yeah, that's he. That's what he gets for dating a hooker. Life comes at you fast. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just like cops. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of like, it's like eh, is that really corrupt? I don't know. Is it really corrupt to beat up a hell's angel? Yeah, it probably it probably depends on on the context. Right? No, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, it's like kind of a rhetorical question, but like, you know, it's like, hmm. I mean, the angels used to bounce at my dad's bar, so like, <laughs> it was funny to be a sign that said no, absolutely no colors. Meanwhile, the bouncer is wearing his Hell's Angels patches. <laughs> it's like, what are you gonna do about it though? There's there's security. What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, moving on back to um, back to the news. So the the Ocean Gate Titan, they all died. Um, 
Did anybody, is it just my imagination or did that thing look like one of those little things that they putt around in the Bahamas with? Right? It looked like a recreational sub. Yeah, but they're diving all the way to the bottom of the ocean with it. None of that. None of that makes any sense. None of that is true. I don't believe any of that. I don't believe that that sub ever made it past ten. You know what is it? What they said thirteen thousand feet. There's no way. Naval subs don't go down that far. Yeah, there's also like basically a documentary made on it now. You have all this footage of it in the water, like someone's filming it, just like the guy who's filming the moon landing. You know, somebody's filming the descent. I'm watching. I'm watching. The, the guy There's a whole bunch that, of footage of it in the water. The guy that made that documentary was actually really critical of it and, and, and pointed out like a lot of the like fucked up things that they had going on with it, like using like a busted like ten dollar Logitech controller as like the piloting device for the sub. Mm. I mean, it's it's quite possible that like it, it it was set up to just you know appear and look as shitty as possible. Uh, to fake the deaths of you know a few rich people. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just uh, fake the deaths of a few rich people. That's that's the other thing, the rich people that are involved. How many times have you heard this this week? This stupid billionaire. Well, yeah, I don't. Well, the, you know what there, I think? There, there is the, the one billionaire, and then there is also like a really rich Indian guy and his son. Those are the three like tourists that died. Right, the billionaire and, the and his son, and then the billionaire who made the thing. Right, but they, these people—they're calling yeah. them stupid billionaires. These billion, oh, they're just idiots. They're not that smart. No, dude, you don't get to be a billionaire by being stupid. I don't care. Millionaires, there's plenty of stupid millionaires out there. There's plenty of them. Plenty of millionaires who who are, are famous and they got money. The fucking island boys are millionaires. Okay. Right? You, have you guys covered the connection between them and Epstein? Not yet, actually. That's a, that's a, that's good. I know they were. I saw that a while back. Um, but I'm saying the Island but, Boys are fucking. Dude, I, I have to say, like, rich people seem to really love to fake their deaths. That's all I'm saying. Right? They love to fake their deaths. And but the, my my thing is that you don't get to be part of the billionaires club. Because it is a club. It is very, very much an exclusive club. There's only a few billionaires. There's not. A, there's more than now than there ever has been, but there's only a few of them comparatively. And you don't get to make $999,999 million plus a million plus unless you're in their club. So, and if, any, if anybody thinks any of those people are stupid, like Mark Cuban plays stupid on television. Elon Musk acts like an idiot. None yeah, of those guys are stupid. Musk's entire personality is, is is an act. I mean, it's an old act where, mm. you know, w- w- when you're in like the, you know, minor aristocracy like he is, you, you kind of feel vulnerable towards like the rage of the peasants against your position. So, you know, you 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 do a lot of like minimal effort, uh, glad handing, and throwing out some of the things that they like to hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just because it costs you nothing and it boasts your reputation enough that they think you're on their the you're on their side. Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's it's it doesn't take much for those people, and that's the other thing is when they do all that kind of stuff, it makes them um, 
it makes him seem more affable and more relatable to normies, to normal, you know, to non-aristocracy, to the to the plebes. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's it's just these billionaires, and to hear normies talk about it, like, and again, it was topic of conversation quite a bit until the new topic of conversation came up. We'll get to that in just a second, but um, like the amount of the amount of oh man what a stupid that's just stupid these billionaires are just stupid no no you're stupid for buying it none of those people are stupid not even mark zuckerberg you know what's stupid oh speaking of zuckerberg and elon musk holy shit you guys so we were all excited last week um typhus i know you were excited we we're gonna get to see these two guys like flail at each other in the in the octagon right <laughs> we were gonna until Elon's mom called and said, no, you're not fighting that little Jewish boy. <laughs> you go back to your room right now, Elon. You get back to but Mars. Mom. I know. But mom, I can take him. I'm built like a 1959 Chinese refrigerator. My friends are going to think I'm Wayne now. Oh, sweetheart. You may want to sit down for this. <laughs> Yeah, I personally would have loved to see Zuckerberg get knocked out. I don't really care about who. Dude, I want to see the fight. I don't care, dude. I want to see. I just want to see. I want. I want to see Elon do because I saw the Zuckerberg. Uh, I saw the Zuckerberg jujitsu video from the other. Did you watch that? Where like I, I, I haven't seen videos, but I, I know there was news articles that came out that uh, he got choked out in one of the competitions. So like full on passed out. Yep, he got full on choked out in one of the competitions. He got his. I think he got his blue belt or something, and, yeah. and no good, you know, good for him. But I'm sure, like, it's like let's Mark Zuckerberg and give it to him. No, but I guess if somebody made him, if somebody, if somebody put him to sleep, then they're not playing around. So if that's if that's real, if it's real, you know, we have to throw yeah. that caveat into everything if it's real because literally fucking nothing is. Yeah, I mean, you can get his blue belt in a year of training, and yeah. then you know immediately enter blue belt competitions, but. It's just funny to see it happen to Zuckerberg. Oh, absolutely. And you know you know the guy right. the guy if, had to be were, like if you were a a multi-billionaire and you could afford a like look-alike surrogate. Like you're Elon Musk and you have another extra Elon Musk meat puppet. And so does Mark Zuckerberg, because he's super rich. Wouldn't you guys make your surrogates fight? Put them in a cage match. That would be, be like, awesome. Uh, the humans think they're us. Uh. I would, dude. I would. My surrogate would be in every cage match. I would have him fighting everybody. He'd be fighting both the Diaz's at the same time. Like, yeah, damn right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's a. It's very awesome powers villain stuff, but mm-hmm. like, it would they wouldn't really, really fight each other. Come on. That's hilarious, dude. But but Elon's mom calling it off. I gotta find the tweet. Hold on, I had the tweet saved. Ah, there it is. Let me put it up on the screen for. I have people. a bad connection. You guys still there? Yeah, we're still here. Yep. All right, Grognak, just hang tight, bud. But yes, according to a bunch of different different places, but on the screen, yes. Elon Musk's mother, May Musk, has intervened to stop the proposed cage fight between her son and Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg. 
She advised Musk to rely on verbal communication instead of physical fighting and confirmed that she has canceled the fight. Use your words, Elon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, what a faggot. I mean, at least it was his mom and not Grimes. True. I don't know. Is that, any, is that any better? Like honestly, I mean, I think it's more embarrassing <laughs> if your girlfriend calls off the foot. Yes, that is true. That is true. Um, it's crazy that uh, that first of all they were going to do the fight, and now Elon's mom called it off. That's like the <laughs> of all the gay shit. That's the gayest shit ever. <laughs> your mom said no use your words rely on your words Elon oh my god you don't have to fight <laughs> that's freaking hilarious I don't know jujitsu cage fight they're calling it and it's been cancelled oh well alright moving on Um, the second normie biggest news of the week of the of the normies was the uh, the Wagner coup. Yeah. Typhus, tell us about the Wagner coup, or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, when the news of it started to break out, like, late Friday afternoon, and then uh, I had a late night, and right around the time I, I, I started going to sleep, I'm reading that, you know, there's reports... Evgeny Prigozhin is marching his 25,000 strong mercenary army right into Moscow. And, you know, looking at, like, at, at this, like, oh, shit, it might actually be happening this time. You know, of course it never is. Um, by the time I went to sleep and woke up, the whole thing had blown over. It was just a storm in a teapot. Uh, I, I, I mean, mostly what this looks like to me is you know, you, you, you had this kind of untenable situation that developed where uh, Prigozhin is basically the only one that's come out of, you know, this uh, fake war situation in Ukraine looking good uh, and boosting his own profile on the Russian side. And, you know, he's become kind of a cause celeb in, in Russia over the past few months. And, this conflict of difference in status that's developed where, you know, Putin and basically all the Russian military brats have ended up with egg on their face. Uh, and Prigozhin's had his profile raised. Uh, seems to have developed into this kind of conflict that's had this small eruption followed by a detente. And you know, this kind of fake eruption gives both of them uh, an opportunity to save face. Uh, Prigozhin has his status reduced because even if he's a war hero, now he's a traitor. And Putin, you know, he, he comes out of it humiliated, but perhaps not as entirely as he would have been by the whole situation otherwise. Like what? What are your guys' takes on it? Well, I don't know. I'm. I saw 
the red eye, if you look at the screen on the um on the stream you'll see where Wagner group started marched on Moscow and that's where they ended up right right outside of Kiev 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 whatever you want to say it so there is a theory that this entire coup was just kayfabe and and cuz that's something that Russia and especially Putin is is kind of famous for right oh absolutely so, I mean, they'll do it to their own people all the time. They'll put a news story out as if it was real, and then two weeks later, they'll tell everybody, oh, by the way, that was fake. So the Russians... Yeah, I mean, it, it has a lot of resemblance to the January 6th thing, which is obviously fake here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, ser- it serves the purpose of... It gives this rallying point moment for all the, all the critics of Putin to come out and align themselves with this cause, which then immediately, as as quickly as it materialized, you know, disappears. Mm -hmm. A lot of people look stupid over that. Yeah, yeah, and they they get left hanging out to dry over it. Mm -hmm. Apparently, some people didn't know Prigozhin was Jewish. (laughs) How is that fucking possible? Yeah, the the line coming out of TRS from Stryker, et cetera, is yeah. that oh they ne- they somehow never knew that Prigozhin was a Jew, e- even though like for one it's just obvious from his physiognomy, his name is is Jewish, right? Well, I mean, uh, they say that they don't know that Stryker's not white, so <laughs> you know, and they look at him every day. So I mean, I can see how they make the mistakes. So I, I can see how they make those mistakes. But well, um, they also claim Mike isn't Jewish, too. Right, right. These are these are just you know these <laughs> just these these manufactured tales that they like to tell, and they're and they're and they're pay piggies listening to them. Yeah, it's, it's tactical Jewish. You know, nobody's Jewish until uh, until it becomes tactically useful for them to be. Yeah, t- t- tactical Judaism. It's like tactical nihilism, but just with uh, more whining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Not only more, that, more more whining, more ritual that you don't approve. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of rituals that you don't even understand that you're in the middle of. Um, but the Wagner thing, I, like I said, I I kind of am a little bit with the kayfabe because I think the obviously the whole thing is fake and gay. But I mean, this does look like something that you know Putin would do as. As a as like a fake maneuver to try to you know it's a bluff or whatever right just to see what yeah. everybody's going to do. And well, it's interesting too that uh, the way the thing broke down is he sent Kadyrov and Kadyrov's Chechen army in to try to stop this thing. And you know, for me, for a moment, it, it looked like oh, okay, this is Russia doing again what they've been doing through this entire war which is getting rid of undesirable parts of their population you know convicts uh people from mental asylums uh uh, mercenaries and cold war uh tanks and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and muslim Mm -hmm. minorities Um, (laughs) and chechens yeah, yeah. Most, so, most so, so, so it, it looked like they were setting it up for just you know another huge scene like that where a whole bunch of those people get killed. Only this, this time they're killing each other. Yeah, but it, uh, yeah, as we as we know, it, it just blew over extremely quick. That's that was another reason why I'm leaning heavily to fake and gay. It just blew over way too quickly for it to be anything real politically. Right, right. 
you know, every, and that's I think that has something to do with the short attention, the TikTok attention span that everybody has. They can't they can't have a drama last too long. You know, the the sub drama they had to I mean, it was over on Sunday, but they had to stretch it out to Thursday. Right. Because because every news cycle is just quick 24 hours and it's the next, you know, everybody's forgotten. Everybody's got the memory of a goldfish and they forgot what happened yesterday. Well, they need some big story that has people keeping the TV on so they keep the ad revenue raking in. Exactly. Yep. And they have to. They have to keep. And they, well, and again, ad ad revenue is kind of tertiary to all this, but yeah, they definitely need it. Or they like it at least. You yeah. got you got your propaganda. You got your um social engineering, and then you got your money. Mm-hmm. That's about <laughs> the it. The three things that you do is one of the most. Yeah, exactly. Weird, huh? Yeah, they all kind of all tie together. <laughs> All right, so yeah, what do you what do you guys think? What is this? Um, ex wag exiled Wagner chief could attack Kiev from Belarus. So them doing that little maneuver puts them in a decent position to attack Kiev if they want. I mean, could they? Yes. Is it going to happen? No, probably not. Yeah, I mean, again, we're you know we have to occasionally push the I believe button around here and just play along. But yeah, I guess. You know, if if again, if this isn't kayfabe and it's not it's completely fake, no, no, if it's not completely fake and it is kayfabe, and that's where they they did they the coup is fake just so Wagner could move, uh, you know, up to Belarus. Who knows? You know, um, but again, the whole thing's fake. So now, when we say the whole thing is fake, that doesn't mean people aren't getting killed, right? Right. But they're doing like you said, they're. They're getting rid of their undesirables. They're getting rid of criminals. They're getting rid of. Are they? Are they doing like fight in the war for for your freedom from prison? Yeah, Prigozhin's been going around to different prison, different prisons in a helicopter, with a deal where it's like, you come fight for six months, we get rid of your whole sentence. Doesn't matter if you're in here for murder or whatever. Wow. Uh, and there's a lot of people that took that deal. You know, I mean, if you're doing life in like Siberian work camp. Uh, <laughs> right you know, shows up shows up with an offer like that there's a lot of people that took it i absolutely believe that yeah so they're getting rid of their undesirables it's a mild eugenics program um wh- i mean what else what else could it be i mean they're not I, I thought russia really liked their muslims though i mean they, they definitely like having uh chechnya and uh, what's that country that Khabib is from? Oh, Dagestan. Khabib. Oh, Dagestan. Yeah, Dagestan. yeah, yeah. They, they definitely like having these areas as buffer states. Azerbaijan too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in 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 terms of the population uh, bleeding into theirs, especially into the military, mm-hmm. there's a lot of reluctance against that. Mm. Um. And Russia's kind of been calling, you know, the supply of Chechen fighters in every single conflict that they've, they've got in, uh, and, and seemingly deploy them to, you know, the most brutal and casually intense areas, mm-hmm. which Kadyrov is very happy to do since the Russians keep Kadyrov very well paid and taken care of. Yeah, and plus Chechens just like to fight, like. At the beginning, oh, yeah. of, it's a very uh, militaristic society. At the beginning of this, 
conflict. There is Chechens on both sides. Yeah, well, like, I, I, and, and it's also combined with a very militaristic religion. Mm-hmm. And they don't give a fuck who they shoot as long as they're shooting somebody. Mm-hmm. They'll shoot themselves. They don't care. Um, yeah. yeah, no, and well, we all know that the Dagestanis are, yeah, they're, they're the same, basically the same as the Chechens. The Azerbaijanis the same way. They're all, they're all that, that same, but you said a militaristic religion. That's Muslims. Yeah, I mean, Azerbaijan is basically a made-up country that Russia keeps around to agitate with Armenia and force Armenia into uh, some kind of power balance diplomatic alliance with them, which they, they really want because Armenia provides them with a land bridge to Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so weird when you say this made-up country. Um, I'm sure there's more than one of those, but yeah, definitely Azerbaijan is a made-up it's it's. I mean, it's basically it's a piece of Russia that they say it's not Russia, but they you, they keep it so that they can keep Armenia in check, basically. Yeah, or keep well, and, with and, to, and to keep the the Muslim population mm. locked down tightly. Mm-hmm. And that way, they're not in Russia proper, I guess. Right? Is that another, right. another part right. of it? Yeah. Right. Not that not that there's not a lot of Russians and I mean uh, Muslims in Russia because there are, but. I guess those ones are a little. But, but but they 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 recognize that uh, there's a balance that has to be struck. Yeah, so they just become very quickly demographically overrun. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's like it's like peak Negro, and you have a peak Arab as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, just ask Dearborn, Michigan, about peak Arab. <laughs> yeah. You know, you ha- half of your city is is uh, the signage is all in Arabic. Yeah, you yeah. you you're conquered. <laughs> that point if you've got if you yeah if you've got a pride sidewalk or a pride crosswalk you're you've been conquered that's gay anyways it is still the gay month is almost over you guys it is the 27th the gay month is almost over thank god i thought it'd never end this gay month wasn't as bad i i didn't think this pride was as bad as the last couple years uh other than other holy shit, what was it in Portland or Washington yesterday where they had the or is it Sunday they had the gay naked dudes on bicycles? Did you guys see that shit? I would have like and there's kids out there and people are like encouraged to bring their children and they got children marching in the parade and there's just naked gay dudes just walking in and out and amongst all these kids. Yeah, I traveled for a bit this month, and it, it was kind of refreshing to see the difference where, like, in my city, you know, they, they shut down the biggest boulevards and have this massive parade going through the street. Mm-hmm. And then in other places, it's like, oh, you see, like, three lesbians with, like, a tiny pride flag walking down the street. Yep. And that's, like, the the, the, the whole march. Yeah. Uh, but, like, oh, dude, I was, I mean, I was in San Francisco for almost 20 years. It was terrible. I I watched Pride go from a weekend to a week to a month. Remember when it was just Pride weekend? I was just like, all right, fine, fuck it. We don't go to the city on Saturday. It's fine. Wasn't it just a day at one point, or was, uh, it, was it always weekend? I think or? it was always a Pride weekend. I think I'm not, I'm not yeah. positive. Don't quote me on that. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't think it was in, always in anything because I don't even remember a Pride day. <laughs> no, when point, they first we started, just had a weird it. club in high school where the weirdos were. Yeah, but when they first started it, it was like Pride. I don't know how it started, but yeah, I remember it being a weekend or then it was a week. 
And now it's a whole month. Ugh. This is just too much. Just too much. So is America Sodom or Gomorrah? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think <laughs> I mean, of... that means there's only one uh, ending yeah. slide here. Yeah. Fire and brimstone. I mean, you know, pillar of salt. Box, box of salt. Don't turn around. Um, I mean, San Francisco and Oakland being Sodom and Gomorrah isn't, you know, pretty close by. This, they're pretty decently fucked up cities. Um, San Francisco being the, was the gay capital on earth and uh, Oakland being the uh, gay capital for women. You have the, the feminazi lesbian factory called Mills College right there in downtown Oakland. Like you, your girl, your your daughter will go there all cute and whatever and 18 and, you know, and she'll come out like a shaved head, fat, armpit haired fucking now zipper tit dude, you know, but before they used to just come out, you know, screaming about the patriarchy with blue hair and seven nose rings. Now they cut their tits off and get a fucking dick made out of their forearm. Oof. They look like a pe- you guys ever seen that shit? Doesn't even look like a pe- it looks like an eclair. It's it's absolutely horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> it is literally man made horrors beyond your comprehension, and these people think it's okay. I don't. Well, they're they're mentally deranged to get to begin with, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. get sold into this stuff by oh, yeah. uh, people that have gotten degrees and fucking with their heads. It, I mean, it's it's really cruel in, 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 in a big way. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are just straight being taken advantage of. It's pretty terrible. Um, these kids, I mean, they, they're they're abused in the womb, right? They come from mothers who have been uh, taking birth control since they were like twelve. Probably had probably taken two or three Plan B pills and whatever. By the time they decide. By the time they decide they want to have kids, their body's been run through with so much, you know, phyto and xenoestrogens that that the the kid in the womb is just fighting a losing uphill battle from from conception, you know. Right. And then they get the full on full court press from the first time they watch even fucking the the most what you would think is the most innocent of children's baby shows has gay shit in it. You know, all the way through college. It's just and it just never stops. It just never stops. I don't know how the only I mean, the only solution is to keep your kids away from all of it. But like if if you can't, I think the only solution is to like I don't I don't know, man. Your kids are kids I don't know. dig a hole in the ground yeah. for the brimstone. I, I mean, guess the solution, the solution was just bullying, right? Like just Dude, bullying kids, worked. Kids naturally have like a, a, a repulsion to this kind of shit. And, yep. Uh, you know, bullying allowed those kinds of attitudes to be reinforced from an early age. Yeah. Now they're the ones that can get you fired, and they're wearing t-shirts with like knives and guns on them that say "Protect Trans Kids." Yes, protect trans kids because because people are people are attacking trans kids. I don't. It, Nobody's attacking trans kids. Nobody's ever beat up a trans. The only people, okay, the only people who commit violence against trans people are usually drunk niggers who just realize they got their dick sucked by a dude. 
<laughs> or, or, no, they're embarrassed that they got caught. Or embarrassed oh, like, that they got. Well, that's yeah. that's that's most. I said mostly. The second is embarrassed oh, okay. they got caught, and third, and now, now that's that's now that's that is the violence against trans. Most of it is the old stone toss comic, sir. <laughs> the trans division is already taking losses. What they, they haven't, haven't engaged the enemy yet. yet. But they, they haven't engaged the enemy. Yes, sir. But they're at fifty percent losses. Yeah, <laughs> they haven't Nervously engaged the <laughs> But that's, but that's that's how it is, dude. The, the trans genocide is them killing themselves, and unfortunately for them, I mean, it's just going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Maybe really? the real trans genocide was the nooses they made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't. Like I don't know, dude. I can't imagine. As I remember when I was growing up. Like you know, we've talked about this before. The only the only tranny anybody knew was fucking Klinger on Mash, right? Mm-hmm. And he was pretending to be crazy to try to get out of the army. Like that was the only tranny anybody ever knew. And then again, occasionally you'd hear about uh, like a share impersonator that was a guy. You're like, ah, yeah, I guess you know it's a guy. It's a drag queen. You, ever, you guys ever notice that um, the most impersonated people? Those are always trannies. They're always like Cher, Celine Dion, like the ones that have the most impersonators. Those definitely have to be trannies. And the the the, the female that's being impersonated is always a tranny, but it's always being impersonated by a male, which I find right. pr- pretty funny. Right. You never see a female like Cher impersonator, or a female Celine Dion impersonator, or a female whoever else they do impersonate. Who else does Vegas do besides those guys? I don't know. Tina Turner. Yeah, definitely. Tina Turner died recently, and that's definitely a dude. Holy shit. Even growing up, I was always like, man, she looks like a man. In um, the third uh, the third Mad Max, Beyond Thunderdome. Yes, he grabs between her legs and asks if she's still packing, and he grabs a little tiny gun that's between her legs. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, you know that's an inside joke. It has to be. What, you think Mel knows? The um Kurt Russell? Yeah. It wasn't you know, Kurt Tina. Russell. Um It's Mel Gibson. Oh Mel Gibson. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just watched Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, that's fine, but like Mel Mel Gibson <laughs> no, I'm asking because Mel Gibson being, you know, super based Mel Gibson. Yeah, he you know. he, he he's not. How okay? This is another one. How in he on said it? some things and um they made him pay for it and now he's He's going along for, for for the ride. He's paying for it. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine what they're going to do to his children. Does he have kids that he are in can, Hollywood? He occasionally still comes out and, and says something based now and then. Yeah. But, well, did you guys yeah. catch on to this? He's making like a three or four part documentary about child trafficking, supposedly. Hmm. Hear that? So it's yes. but it's it's not only like filmed; it's being produced and edited and stuff. So it's supposed I, I, to come I, out. I've heard he's doing that. I've heard he's been doing a movie on the Rothschilds, and he's doing Passion of the Christ Part Two. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, all all those things pretty based. That's true. I I find him to be more based than not, and and I don't think that. I just don't think they can get rid of him now. He made way too much money on Passion of the Christ because they realized they fucked up. Is the thing they, they they shut him out of any financing for the movie, so he self-produced it and he made a mint. 
and he just made way too much money off of getting shut out that they realized you know fuck if we, if we shut this guy out he just ends up making more money the mm-hmm. only way we slow him down is if we have him work alongside us and take a cut yeah that's that's probably how they got him but like what was the last time he said anything that was like super based? Like, you know, what do you, when he asked Winona Ryder to call her an oven dodger, like he made he like he made one comment. He makes like one comment about Jews, and it's like he's the most based man in Hollywood. I don't know. He's still in Hollywood. He still made those movies with all those trannies. Yeah. What was the one? Uh, the Lethal didn't Weapon. He, didn't he have like a black Mrs. Claus in the, the last? Some Netflix thing he did. He might have. Was he? Wasn't he Santa Claus? The Black Mrs. Claus. Was he Santa Claus in a movie? I try to. I try to like not just like the the new Ghostbusters movie. I just try to like consider that that's someone else's reality, not my own. <laughs> okay, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's such a Bella line. Like, I, I don't know if you guys remember. If you if you were in the chat, Jack, maybe, but I know Reinhardt would remember this. But um. She was arguing with somebody about something about Donald Trump. And she's like, I'm sorry that's the reality you live in, but that didn't happen in my reality. And we're all like, that, that, that happened in real life, Bella. We love you, though. Like, but that happened in real life. Wow. That rings know. a bell. You remember that? Yeah. That, that really rings a bell. Yeah. <laughs> she's still, hands down, one of my favorite posters of all time. So, known Bella forever. <laughs> it's all said with love. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, back to, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, the tranny thing, the kids today, the gay thing I, I thought was really cool, uh, seeing the kids in schools rejecting the gay stuff. There was that Catholic school where there was like, uh, there was like a pride thing. They weren't allowed to do it at school. So the kids did like a thing outside of the school and kids from the school like ran through and come a couple of them through Romans you know, and, and they were like, and they tore down the pride flags. And then one girl was like, it was like they were making fun of us as opposed to supporting us. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what was happening. <laughs> that's basically what was happening. You dumb bitch. But bullying works. There was no faggots in my school. Okay. Ever. Because the one kid yeah. that acted gay got bullied right out of it. Yeah. A school uh, close to where. Uh, I went to school. It was one of the ones that had the uh, parents freaking out at the school board and a lot of shit happening uh, outside of the school. Parents getting into it with cops and getting into it with uh, different supporters of, you know, these alphabet people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just can't like, I, I just can't. As a teacher, like I see teachers as a, as a parent, I I don't don't think I could see teachers doing the gay stuff for all the kids and being just like, yep, that's great. My kid is gonna learn about butt sex today. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Who are these parents, dude? Like these people? Like, are they? They're just not involved with their children at all, I guess. Dude, yeah, I like one of the last times I saw one of my cousins at a family thing was um she made some kind of remark about like oh maybe my son will be gay one day well won't that be great and i was like why why would that be great i was like i <laughs> i see them so little and i was just like why do you think it's a good idea that 
he would probably end up being preyed upon by an older gay man. You understand that's why people become gay. Like, if you don't believe me, go into these face room, face, uh, Facebook chats and just, like, watch them have conversations with each other about, like, what age were you when you had your first sexual encounter? And they're like, oh, I was eight years old. I was nine. It's like, and I was like, you, you want that to happen to your kid? Right. I was like, look at him, look at him right. playing the sandbox. You, you want that to happen to him? And right. she's like, oh my god! It's like you've never thought about it that way ever, never. I just think it'd be so cool to have a gay son because, like, we get along, we could hang. It'd be like having a daughter, though. Except, like, what the fuck is wrong with these parents? Because you would get attention. Yeah, it's and it's literally all about them. None of these people care about their children. None of them. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, before we go to break, uh, Typhus, I forgot about this one um, when we were talking about the, the Pergozin thing. But uh, Lindsey Graham and Senator Blumenthal introduced a bipartisan resolution declaring Russia's use of nuclear weapons or destruction of the occupied Zaporizhia. Did I say that right? Zaporizhia? Zaporizhia? Okay. Yeah. Nuclear power plant in Ukraine to be an attack on NATO requiring the invocation of NATO Article 5. So the United States, once again, is sticking its nose in where it doesn't really, I mean, it does belong because we've, what, we've given, what, $78 billion over the past six months or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the whole situation obviously appears to create an opening for uh, the U.S. to step in and do something. But, I mean, all, all that is probably just going to amount to to show as well, to theater mm-hmm. as well. Um, that just I, I brought this up because somebody reminded me of that today at work. Um, because, you know, because the normies are, are really, really into this this Russia thing. And I, I, I honestly don't care, right? I am of the opinion that a war 7,000 miles away doesn't matter to me when we have enough shit going on here. You know, we have bridges collapsing and people getting shot and all kinds of shit happening here in the United States. People dropping dead of the vaccine and people, you know, I got I to gotta be careful that there's not gang violence happening, you know, around my sure. kids and stuff. So I don't give a fuck about Ukraine and Russia to be like, you know, completely clear. So I said that. And this one guy was like, man, I do. I do. I care. Ukraine has stopped keeping communism back, man. They're stopping communism from spreading. I'm like, we are the communists, you dumb fuck. <laughs> we are the communists. Dude, people don't understand. Now, communism as a system of government is a bunch of, what is it? A bunch of small, usually it's, usually it's a bunch of small republics that are governed over by a large a large uh, governing body, right? It's union yeah, of Soviet with, socialist with, republic with, with managed markets and managed labor supply, which is largely what we have in America. Yeah, yeah. Even our, the name of our country, the United States of America, it was it was it was a Soviet style name before before the Soviet Union. You know, we we had a, we had a we had a communist president well before Lincoln was an actual like Lincoln was our first communist Marx. president. What's that? Yeah, didn't he write letters to Marx? Yes, they were pen pals. Yeah. So the United States, I mean, is basically, you know, and with communism and Bolshevism, you know, um, pushing homosexuality and all that degeneracy, um, 
we are we are the communists now. Like, you know, we are going around the world and spreading what would be communism. We're spreading butt sex, AIDS, and Starbucks. So I don't know. Honestly, yeah. like this communism's gayer because it's just like weak and feckless, but like also it I don't know. It's, it's not even impressive. Right. No communism is impressive. I don't find Yeah, but like this one even lesser so. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um it's like badly branded communism, like capitalism it's, communism. Yeah, it's this weird like amount. Shopping mall. Like it's, you live in a shopping mall. DB yeah, says that all the time. Yeah. Well, we like, live in an economy. We do. Like, we we live in a Money sh- doesn't kick any worse. Hold my beer. Yeah. It's terrible, dude, but like the gay stuff, the the capitalism and of course, you know, like only America could take something and, and just ruin it all completely. Like they, they can't even do communism properly. They just shit on that one too. You know. Everything America does, they just fuck it up. Well, nobody can do communism properly because real communism's never been tried. That's right. Real communism has <laughs> never been tried. <laughs> it, even according to Homer Simpson, in theory, communism works. <laughs> in theory. But um so yeah, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? Uh I mean yeah, it's it's obviously theater, but this this the bipartisan resolution declaring the uh invocation of uh, the possible invocation of Article five. That's just that just goes to show you that 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 there is no there is no anti war party in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. There's there hasn't been in a very long time. Mm. Uh, just you know, minor political figures that attach themselves to yeah, whatever Ber- ongoing anti war movement there is. But I mean, Bernie no Sanders actual. will pop up every now and then, and that kind of guy. I and mean, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, and, and no actual political machine. Nope. Yeah, we all are. We are. What's that? All the money's in the war. Mm-hmm. That, oh, yeah. So why would they do anything else? It's like that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Why would we do the thing that doesn't? Yeah, it's it's like it's like go get educated, right? Go get it. If you want to overthrow the government, you know, you got to get educated. Well, you can't get educated in the place, you know, by the people that you want to overthrow because nobody's going to educate you. With, <laughs> with nobody's going to educate you with the knowledge that it would take to get rid of them, you know. Anyways, let us take a break. Um, does anybody have a suggestion for music this week? Because I didn't pull anything up. Typhus, what do you got? Give us, give us a song. Uh, and I'll pull it up. No choice to put on me. I know, anybody else? Anybody got? Anybody else got anything? I I put a submarine metal song in there. A sub German metal band. Where is it? Antrish. Submarine metal by a German black metal band, Antrish. This is Expedition Two. That's the whole album, though, dude. No, no, no. Track two. Oh, track two. Okay. I should have sent you track two. Sorry. Well, we'll do this, and I'll 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 make sure it gets on track two, and uh, we'll be back in a little bit with some more Nationalist Inquirer with Typhus. Right, that was not the uh, that was not the second song, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start the second song right now. It's 
everybody we're back this is still the paranormies present the nationalist inquirer i'm still johnny monoxide with grognak jack and typhus what's up guys back from the break <laughs> submarine black metal nice. yeah black metal and expeditions are like peanut butter and jelly yeah <laughs> it does have a Sailing into the storm kind of vibe to it. Yeah. 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 And like the submarine little ping. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us aren't going to make it back home, gentlemen. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody, from the break. Let me see. We still, who's hanging out over on DLive? We still got a, we still got a few people over on DLive. We got how many people over here on... 12 currently watching on Odyssey. Well, we got to get those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. We can get those up. All right. So we got we got some actual news. We did we did the Wagner thing. We did the uh, we did the submarine thing. What else is going on in the news? We got uh, oh man, all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's start with good lord. Sports news, 
Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders had surgery to fix blood clots in his leg. Hmm. I wonder why he had blood clots in his leg. Yeah, I mean, vaccine plus steroids, that's a hell of a combination. You're making your blood cells bigger, and then you're also introducing spikes into your bloodstream. Mm. Your shit's just going to get all ripped apart. You think Dion, you think Dion did steroids? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> on, At least Winstraw, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, the, the older shit in, in a lot of ways was like more junkier, too, you know? Like, oh, for sure. Uh, Dolph Lundgren's been going through like a real uh, serious cancer battle lately, apparently. And really, he attributes that. Yeah, he attributes that to using steroids and growth hormone. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But uh, yeah, Dion. Dion's got blood clots. So. Hmm. Oh, he's, he's the Colorado Buffaloes coach. He's the coach of the Colorado University Buffaloes. Mm. And, yeah, he had surgery to fix blood clots in his left leg, and he has one in his right leg. Yeah, that's got to be vaccine-related. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, unless he's been spending months immobile in a bed, you know, it's mm-hmm. unlikely for situation for that to develop especially in someone you know that's had like a career of athleticism Mm -hmm. well he was one of the he's one of the greatest i mean like he played he was one of the guys who did dual sports played baseball and football and set records in both i think so he definitely he definitely set records in football yeah yeah neon Deion sanders Mm, vaccinated (laughs) oh no uh, there was another vaccine. Yeah, there was another uh, pro athlete recently that, or uh, maybe they were like semi-pro, uh, that got myocarditis, started dying, and uh, blamed wow. the whole thing on being on being vaccinated. Blamed it on Pfizer. Oh, you don't you don't know the name though? No, no. I think it was like a semi-pro football player. I'm, hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, um, like semi-pro soccer player. There's a, a a guy right now, Dr. Alfredo Victoria. He died. Mm. He was on the Today Show. He was the Today Show vaccine pusher, preventive medicine specialist, vaccination expert. Died. Couldn't have been more than forty-five. Yeah. Yep. I wonder why he died. Yeah, vaccine. Yeah, two weeks till the mass die-offs, guys. Well, mass die-offs are happening all around you, guy. Uh, we got here. We have. Oh, this is interesting. We were talking about Oakland just a little bit ago in Lake Merritt with the uh, the feminazi factory there. So, um, Lake Merritt, Oakland, California, as seen August 30, twenty twenty two, an unusual. When is this? Okay, this is June 25th, 2023. Okay. An unusual creature may have been recorded in the tidal lagoon for the first time last week. A mysterious creature with spindly tentacles was seen undulating through the water of Lake Merritt, stupefying a rower who shared a video of it with KTVU. 
Compare the transmission the transparent specimen here it is to a jellyfish like a spider crossed with a jellyfish. Interesting. It is called the sleeping okay, this slimy species gets its name from the way it clings to seagrass and other what the hell is it called? It is known as a Hydra Medusa or the clinging jellyfish. It is a jellyfish. Oh man, I thought it was something else. There's, there's it, there it is. It's like a spider. All right, nothing time to hear those people. But yep, and oh, it's clearly a jellyfish. I should have screened this one a little better. Whatever, alien-like creature. Who put that in the content channel? <laughs> I didn't screen that one. I'm innocent. Reinhardt. No. Um, we have some space stuff. We have space stuff. We have, ooh, yeah. Near-death experiences came back up in the news. Um, oh, no, this is from 2021. Oh, man. I thought this was new. Anyways, uh, Jack, you mentioned something about near-death experience earlier. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really remember as much since, you know, over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, considering the whole thing involved me getting a huge bonk on my head, if you will. But um, I, I don't know. Going through that whole article, it did like kind of bring back a few things. Okay. Uh, so long story short, I guess um, that was in a car accident over a decade ago. I had a Jeep Wrangler with a push bar just plow into my driver's side door. I don't remember the accident. I don't remember anything at all. Really, it's just like all of a sudden I'm driving, then nothingness. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think one of the only things I really remember from um, what I initially thought was a dream until I really looked into it, in which uh, you can't dream when you have a TBI, which is a traumatic brain injury. So one of the only, I, I feel like I had like um, like what what would be considered like multiple different <laughs> dreams, right? So like one of the only other thing. Well, like excuse me, guys. I gotta, I gotta step away for a second. I got a sneezing fit about to happen. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah, so uh, one of the uh, air quote dreams that I actually do remember is like a younger me uh, just uh, hanging out with my buddies playing. I think it was like a wiffle ball, like my uh, mom's backyard and um, had nothing but just like a an immense feeling of like peace and just like everything felt great. And then I snapped back and I was in a hospital bed and one of the like the probably like the top five worst places in uh massachusetts <laughs> and i was like what the fuck where the hell am i and it was so i think the accident happened around probably like nine or ten in the morning i woke up it was dark outside and i don't know it was in september so whenever the sun goes down sometime after that mm. but if i remember correctly it was like eight hours hmm and I mean, the other stuff that goes along with uh, what I read in the article, which I don't know, I, I didn't really think about because I never really looked into the near death experiences as much as I probably should have. Because I attributed uh, what I later found out to be like the whole TBI symptoms that hilariously enough, the doctors never told me about is uh, you may have uh, massive mood swings, uh, suicidal tendencies, like uh, like you're just your brain is so fucked from getting hit so hard. Right. And um, 
like I like one of the first things I thought is just like why why am I here like why like why did you take me out of this? And apparently, every, a lot of people who have the I, can't, I don't remember if it was a lot, but a, a, at least a significant percentage of people who do have the near death experiences mm-hmm. uh, do at least like feel depressed or like feel worse because like you know like uh, that, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> so it wasn't like Ghost Dad. What? <laughs> Ghost Dad. Bill Cosby was <laughs> never saw Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby. He like fell down the stairs because of a roller skate and like. Oh right, right, right. Had yeah, the yeah. tethered cord experience. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, we were talking about. The reason why this even came up is because we were talking about this in uh, in another chat today. And if I can find that chat, I want to read. There it is. Uh, some of the stuff we were saying, but um, the near-death experience. Um, yeah, because we did an episode of that a long time ago, right? I mean, there's... I think that was season one. I think so, yeah. I think actually, like, Hazard and Greyfield, like, that far back. Uh, yeah. Well, like, okay, so there seems to be some sort of connection made to another dimension, for lack of a better word, right? That you somehow plung into when your your meat sack is about to die, but it doesn't, right? So maybe something to do with your consciousness or soul combining with the adrenaline hit from whatever event caused your almost death, you know? It's kind of a combination of... um uh, you being able to tap into something that we're we're not normally connected to, right? Kind of like astrally projecting or whatever. Um, you know, it's definitely you know adrenaline, you know, uh, which kind of you know, definitely has some. You know, adrenaline has a lot to do with it. I think. I think a it's a combination. A What's <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's a hell of a drug uh, from yeah. our uh, when I had that later accident when I flipped my truck going eighty. Right, an adrenaline. I mean, obviously, like you know, we talk about adrenochrome. You know, it might be just just at a, a QAnon. Somebody said it was a QAnon. I was like, no, dude, this goes way back. Like Hunter S. Thompson wrote *Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas* in 1971, and he talked about adrenochrome back then. It's not some QAnon thing, but uh, yeah, it, it goes back all the way to like the cult of Dionysus and uh, the cult of Bacchus. Oh, absolutely, God, yeah, and then, called of Bacchus. And yeah, they, they they use the symbol of uh, the pine cone as like a symbol for their cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pine cone is like symbolically representative of the pineal gland, mm-hmm. which they would eat from people in like cannibalistic ceremonies, right? Uh, and, and then get like high off of like all the chemicals being released by the dying person's uh, pineal gland. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna say for anyone who. Um... Who's never really had a serious fucking adrenaline rush ever in their life? Uh, after that, uh, after flipping my car, uh, my truck at eighty, I got out. The state police showed up. They're like, "Do you, do you want us to call an ambulance?" I'm like, "Nah, I feel fucking great." Fast forward about 10, 15 minutes, it wore off, and I was I thought I was gonna die. Right. Everything hurt. <laughs> so, have you guys ever heard of the thing with like the mom lifts the car after the child type thing? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like I, yeah, I literally had that situation take place where I was like the mom in the scenario. Well, me and my wife were after like a tornado incident, well, and I oh, was, I, oh, I, I was so jacked, dude. I was so jacked on adrenaline. 
I was looking, I was running around looking for, I thought my neighbor was in the debris still. So I was like, dude, I was on like another dimension. <laughs> I was completely fine. My, like my legs were all gashed apart and stuff, but like, I could not feel pain. I could not feel hunger. Didn't need air. It was just like Superman for a minute. It's weird. Dude. I think the next time I, we like we hung out after I flipped my truck, you told me about that story. Yeah, it was definitely like a disconnect from like normal life and like you're plugged into like you you get to be like Goku for a minute. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> you're like in Gary's mod just moving everything around. Well, it's that whole situation where like they say like time slows down and everything gets really clear and you know, it's like in the, that in the moment kind of a thing. Um Yeah, the the time the time dil- dilapidation thing was for real. Because I like talked to a ton of people about this afterwards, and one of the things I remembered repeating so many times was it felt like it was like only one minute, or maybe it was ten minutes. You know what I mean? I, w- I was gonna say like mine uh, flipping the truck. It, it was it was weird. It it, it felt it felt like it was both like long as hell, like everything sped up, but also slowed down at the same time. I I, I can't describe it. Hmm. I mean, I've been in, I've been in a few car accidents and. I was the one where we were sliding on ice, and that just seemed like it took forever because it did. We just we were just sliding at like six miles an hour. There was nothing we could do. <laughs> I think for me, it was just like uh, as soon as the truck went sideways when we hit the uh, black ice, or we, I mean me, um, everything slowed down all the way up until it hit the, uh, the barrier. And then as soon as, I stu- uh, as soon as I started flipping, that's when things sped up like really, really quick. But it went on forever. Interesting. Yeah, they they show you in some movies like Constantine and in other movies like that that you can achieve some kind of um, I don't know. Freemasons do like the near death experience thing, apparently, on some kind of initiation level. They like literally like almost hang you to death or something. Uh, I forget if it was. Consigliamo, I think that was his big initiation process. They like hung him from the rafters and he was like, oh shit, I'm dying. And basically the point was to give him this crazy astral projection. Yeah. So these guys like do that on purpose. Pretty intense. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of behavior and rituals associated with it mm-hmm. go back for a really long time with these kind of cults. And again, you know, like we were talking about um, with Mr. E uh, the week before last is that, you know, it's a religion, all this stuff. It's whether it's the transgenderism, whether it's the cannibalism, whether it's the, you know, this, it's religion, it's ritual with these oh, people. Yeah, it's all founded in cult belief. Mm-hmm. And you can't understand it because you're not in their religion. <laughs> or you can't understand it and it just horrifies you. Right. Or yeah, or you do understand yeah, and it does it's it's just horrifying and you don't want to think about it. So Yeah, I would rather not than just do that on the weekends. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'd rather be that like the ship captain st- staring off into the distance, like describing a horrifying experience in the past. Right. That's it. Yeah. Oh man! So, um, 
Grognak, you brought up a good point. I forgot to I forgot to mention the hats. Ah, my, I have I have hats sitting in the post office box that I have to go get. But um, you guys got to go and and go check. I know this is a total segue and and a non sequitur, but um, you need to go to um the website and and buy one of our oh i already have it up okay it's already on the screen buy one of our hats this is a threat this is definitely a threat. dude these hats are dope dude i mean these hats are really really nice uh skull got his um and uh yes go to national n-a-t-i-o and nation vl national n-a-t-i-o-n-v-l dot com slash stores slash artist slash the dash paranormies and you will find our paranormies hat which is on the screen right now for those of you viewing the live stream with us um it's pretty cool mine is mine is in the in the mine is in the post office box which i will go get when I go home this weekend. So the real threat is that if you buy one, guaranteed ten out of ten, you'll look great. Oh, hundred percent. You will look absolutely phenomenal when you, you can put tinfoil under it and no one will ever even see it. They won't even know. <laughs> you know, back when I was active duty, there was a slot in my uh my uh patrol cap. Uh <laughs> I, I actually uh after a bit I, I snuck some uh tinfoil in there and I would always keep it in there. That's funny. Shame that it's only aluminum foil, but <sighs> you know, I know. Do what you can. I know, I know. Tin foil hasn't been made in years, years, decades, as a matter of fact. Um, but anyways, these are really good quality hats. Reinhardt has his skull, has his. Uh, like I said, mine are in the post office box. Um, in theory, I should have mine tomorrow. In theory, you should have yours very soon. Yeah, and they are of top quality. Uh, the double. Double snap, snapback, double row of snaps. I like that. Uh, Reinhardt says it's super comfy, so I can't wait to get mine. But yeah, go buy them. We're going to have more hats. We're going to have t-shirts. Uh, our buddy Greg Arcade is taking care of us. There's, good sh- there's, your, there's your shout out, Greg. Um, <laughs> no, but thanks for hooking these up, dude. These are these are nice. Uh, the new hat design, we haven't decided yet. The t-shirts, we will be likely doing monochromatic at first, uh, and we will be getting in back into the color stuff. So we'll, we'll be, we will be bringing back the, um, the skull and sunglasses design probably, uh, at minimum, you know, that and the tinfoil, the tinfoil design. Um, dude, I'm afraid I can't wear my tinfoil one that I have. I'm afraid the fucking thing's going to fall off. It's nice, but it's like, it's just like a giant rubber, picture of the box of tinfoil like you know what i mean you ever had you ever have a shirt that was printed with like so much printing on it that like, you couldn't bend the part that was printed <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we won't have that problem with these but at first we'll be doing the monochromatics which is obviously going to be the um the dog bot shirt and um probably this this bigfoot i would i do i would do I would say polos, but like everybody does polos and anybody who wears polos nowadays is kind of, it's kind of gay. So I would say put this on a polo, but I don't know. Would you wear a paranormies polo? 
I'm really excited to see the new shirt designs. And yeah, polos would be cool. Yeah. Well, paranormal hockey shirt. jerseys with like different panelists uh, shit on it. Did you say yeah. hockey, hockey jersey? Hell yeah. Hockey jerseys. All no right. one's ever thought of that shit. I mean, Paranormies hockey jerseys would be cool. Um, like Paranormies like uh, softball jersey type stuff too. It would be cool. I like the three quarter sleeve like baseball style shirts. I like those. Um, we should license those uh, red glasses, Dionysian glasses. The Dionysian glasses. Get Paranormies Dionysian glasses. We're just gonna, dude. We're we're, we're doing it right here. We are. About. This is much like the Swiss shirts, episode. So I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of bowling shirts. Oh, dude, I love I love bowling in general, yeah. Um, but, dude, much like the we we're, we're falling down the rabbit hole of grifting, much like we fell down the Swiss rabbit hole that one time. Uh, we're gonna sell <laughs> bowling shirts and polo sh- golf shoes. We got. I, I don't want to grift. Shoes. I want to protect people from demons. I'm joking. Nobody's grifting. Nobody that sells a product is grifting. If you sell a shirt or a hat that has your logo on it, you're not a grifter. Nobody's grifting that does that. Grifters are people that take donations and 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 have and and don't do anything with them other than line their pockets. People are the grifters are people that have paywalls and and don't do anything with for, with content. So yeah, that's grifting. This is this is selling a hat is not grifting. Speaking of cool clothing, I still want to get some of Matt Lamon's stuff from Spiro. Oh, his Spiro stuff, lines. dude. They're kind of expensive, yeah. but they're, it's nice. It's really nice. And it's stuff. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of shirts and clothes, yes, listeners, we need you to participate in this. I have gotten exactly zero entries. WTF, people. Come on. Send us entries to paranormiespresent at gmail.com, or you can drop them in our DMs and Telegram, or you can drop them in our Twitter. Uh, you can tweet them at us. Uh, our Twitter is, what is it? Uh, which, which what is it again? Uh, the uh, I don't remember which account this one is. The underscore paranormies. Yes, at the underscore paranormies. You can tweet at us. You whatever. Send us pictures of your art that you want to see put on a T-shirt. Best one gets it done and gets a free shirt. How about that? That was that? Like a good challenge. Yeah. And moving along. We have some more news, so let's move on. Yeah, that's the shirts, guys. Definitely buy one. Uh, NASA, let's talk about some fake and gay space news. NASA seals the four-person crew in Mars Simulator for the next 378 days. That's a very odd number. It's it's, uh, 13 days longer than a year. Uh, Pythagoras, we're going to need you to get on this real quick. Figure out four person 378 days mars nasa seal simulator do it i was legit about to ask if he did that already i i literally just asked him it's the first time i asked him so i wouldn't doubt you know what check his check his channel i wouldn't doubt he's already got this working he's Polly shore one of the people if it's not Polly shore and um the good baldwin brother then, <laughs> then i don't care it was the Billy Baldwin, one, right? Was it William Baldwin? Wasn't it Billy, the youngest? I can't remember. It was William Baldwin and 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 Pauly Shore, wasn't it? Biodome. There's like there's like five Baldwins. Well, yeah, but I think Biodome was William Baldwin. So, 
The mission is the first of three year-long Mars surface simulation called Crew Health and Performance Exploring bleh, Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog or Chapia. You couldn't do anything better than Chapia. Chapia. That was that was Stephen Baldwin. It was Stephen Baldwin. I'm sorry, it wasn't Billy Baldwin. Stephen. Stephen is the youngest. That's right. He is the the youngest Baldwin. I don't know why I said Billy. Billy's the oldest, isn't he? And isn't um, Alec actually going to be held accountable for this? No. Manslaughter? They're bringing the charges on and off. Yeah. Uh, last I heard, it got dropped completely. No. Yeah, it looks like he might have finally found a way to weasel out of it. Out of it. <laughs> I didn't know if you pulled the trigger, the gun would go off. What did I know? Actions have consequences? What the fuck? Right. A, B, C. Always blast cinematographers. That's right. <laughs> he was right for the wrong reasons. Yeah, right? Does, does the actor always just fire off screen at their most hated, like, coworker? Insert street? insert Danny DeVito. And then I started blasting. Yeah, right. anyway, that's when I started blasting. <laughs> so if you, if you guys look at this screen, um, the four-person crew entered a Mars simulator on Sunday, right? There are five people on this screen. Four of them are going into the simulator. All five of them are wearing COVID masks. <laughs> <laughs> like, they oh, they oh did this God. before. Was it Elon's crew or was it NASA? They sent them up with masks on, remember? Uh, it was a... Uh, that um, image. That was awful. It was, it was NASA. They were NASA. wearing masks under the... Under the helmet. Spacesuit helmet. Mm -hmm. So this facility is 3D printed and is about the size of a three to four bedroom house. Oh, wow. Okay. And if you... They will practice space performance in the space walk area. The habitat will be a place where the crew will practice personal hygiene and healthcare, like drawing blood, while also allowing them to exercise, grow food, and collect geological samples. The habitat will be packed with all the supplies that will go to Mars. What the habitat will not be able to simulate, though, is the planet's red gravity. But that's where virtual reality comes into play. Jesus Christ. Really? Virtual reality? We're going to virtually practice spacewalking? All right. Well, in the habitat, virtual reality will allow crew members to simulate spacewalks or Mars walks. As well as other tasks the crew may encounter on Mars, including removing dust from the spacesuit or solar panels or repairing the habitat. It's a simulator and it's a VR simulator. So basically, it's all the rides at Disney that don't actually move. <laughs> at least none of them are going to drown. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, the, the, the one, yeah, one thing they, they can't drown. That's right. One last thing. Chappia Mission 1 is a go. Do you remember when like NASA's Dragon whatever came home? Or, or No, no, no. One of them, the crew of uh, women and non-white people got up there and they all made some remark about how it was just like in the simulations that they ran. Mm -hmm. It's just like the same thing we did on the simulations. And then right. when they landed, they said it was a lot like a, an amusement park like ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they were telling you, you know? Yep. Is it going to be much 
better than like the Universal Studios ride? I don't know, man. Uh, there are some pretty good ones, man. The Harry Potter, the Harry Potter one, um, was pretty cool. It moves around a lot. I mean, you know, the flips you around the screens pretty quickly and makes you feel like you're really there. I don't know if they if, if they can top those. Minions was cool too. <laughs> I, they, I don't know if this one can top Minions, dude. The the picture of the 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 spacewalk area you guys look at this look at this just look, just somebody come look at this this is fucking ridiculous look this it looks like like it's like some sort of weird section at like one of the jumpy parks for kids you seeing this other than the other than like the orange little oven box looking thing there like the curved wall that kind of looks like a brick wall and you got your little oh, table, yeah. table with a level yeah. on it. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yep. they're gonna do regular stuff. Can't simulate the fake gravity, but we can pretend to do things for 378 days. People buy this shit, dude. People actually believe that this stuff. People are able to pretend. Remember when we talked about um, how they were gonna fake going to Mars and everything's gonna be underground, right? Well, now they don't even have to do that. It's like, here's, we'll just 3D print this fake thing for you and tell you that you're... Man, this, yeah. And it's going to be just like the simulator. They're going to say the same thing, Grognak. It was just like the simulator. All right, we got um, robot the dog. was when the guy said he read the pressure cabin gauges and it went like sporadic instead of just like normally down. He's like, well, that was weird. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was like his way of like being like, oh, we weren't really in space because there's no way the pressure would have come down anyway, but normally, and it like jumped all over. Oh, right, oh, right, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so mo- moving on, yeah, so Mars stuff is fake. The Therminator. Robot dog shoots flames as Skynet moment nears. Remember the cute ga- dancing robo-dogs from Boston Dynamics, Japanese-owned Boston Dynamics, doing all sorts of tricks like decorating a Christmas tree and opening doors? Even though Boston Dynamics has pledged to not weaponize robo-dogs, other companies have. Oh, we, uh, <clears throat> yeah, the Chinese gun, the Chinese gun robo-dog. We talked about that last week. Well, another Chinese defense contractor showed off a drone deploying an armed robo-dog into a mock war zone. Check this shit out. So, there's a drone on the sc- on the screen. You'll see the drone, and um, it is it is flying. Good lord, it's landing. You know what? You guys can't see this because I'm not sharing my screen. Let me share my screen real quick, so you guys can see it at the same time I am. There you go. So there you go. So you guys can see that now. You guys see the drone there? Um, this is this is some Chinese thing called the blood wing. What does this drone do exactly? I don't know. I'm, this is video. Okay. Whoop! It's up on its feet. Okay. Oh, it's one of those Boston Dynamics clones, right? Right. Do they have another drone? Drop it in. Mm-hmm. They had another drone bring it in, which is, you know, a nice touch there, Chinese guy. It's, it's got a gun strapped to it. It's got a gun strapped to it. 
Yeah. Can I get this on wish.com? Uh, probably <laughs> at this point, probably. Uh, it didn't. It didn't show what it was really doing. Um, okay, so it just deployed the armed robo dog. So here's here's um here's another robo dog shenanigans. So another one that Dogbot missed. Two. Yep, that's in two in a row. The Dogbots missed robo dogs. Okay, so here's another here's another robot dog doing its okay video. Do your bit. Nice Twitter loan scum. Nice Twitter loan scum, right? Not that, not that. Um, yeah, Skynet, dude. But, uh... Yeah, it's, it's, basically, it's basically them dropping a... A drone dropping an armed robo-dog. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, remember what I said last week? They're going to have sonic weapons on them and stuff at some point oh the yeah thing is sure. they don't show the they don't show you the can't skip flamethrowers what's that Typhus? they don't show the dog move around a lot no uh, they uh, didn't uh, show uh, it uh, moving uh, around a lot which is yeah I, I would bet it tips over really easily oh they do they they seem to um okay so this is that one this is okay here's the dancing cyborgs okay japanese researchers develop robot arms to uh to unlock creativity. If you click the video above this one, it's just like the commercial. It's a lot cooler to watch. What? The commercial above what? Yeah. Of these arms working. They made like a, a video of these if two I click the video? around with the arms. <clears throat> you said click the video? Yeah, I think it's the link above this one. So this is the article. But I put I put a separate video that goes with it. Oh, did you? Is that in the, uh, in the Telegram? Yep, right above it or below. Okay, let's look for that one. Um, so of course, like the Japanese are already trying to build mechs, like right? Because of course, <laughs> why wouldn't they? Of course. Oh, here it is. Yes. A Japanese robotics company called Jizai Arms has engineered a system of spider-like robotic limbs consisting of six arms that can be controlled by the user wearing them. These robotic arms can be attached, detached, or even replaced altogether in order to redefine and revolutionize the way humans interact with robots and artificial intelligence. Jizai. Okay. So that's pretty. That's pretty creepy. What were you saying, Typhus? I was saying literal bug people. Oh, yeah. Lit- actual literal bug people. Yeah. These are actual multiple armed. Yeah. Jizai arms. That's freaking crazy. It is a system of supernumerary, supernumerary, numerary robotic limbs. Up to six of these arms can be worn and controlled by the user. How are they controlled? Yeah. It doesn't say anything about how it's controlled. Mm hmm. How are these things controlled, Grognak? Do you know? I didn't get that far through the <laughs> article, but I imagine it's uh, some kind of Neuralink thing because uh, there's more companies working on this mm. thing. Yeah, that, they, they probably uh, eventually Elon. want to do it with, with, with some kind of Neuralink thing, but at the moment it's probably controlled through some kind of muscle system. Flexing muscles in your back in a certain way makes the arms move. Yeah, let's see what he's saying here. 
Um... So like this is very much in the like the showmanship like P.T. Barnum stage where they're just like, oh yeah, definitely. This is definitely a case of like mm-hmm. hiding the flaws with the technology and the marketing. Yeah. Oh man, but some some wearers grow attached to the arms after some time. Imami said, taking them off after using them for a while feels a little sad. That's where they're a little different to other tools, he said. <laughs> but the potential goes beyond turning a novelist's fantasy into reality, such as helping in search and rescue missions, he added. In the future, we might see wings growing out of people's backs or drones attached to people. Maybe someone will come up with a sport that requires six arms or invent a new type of swimming. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's another classic marketing tactic, like making an emotional connection to the product. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely not a rival to human beings, but rather something that helps us do as we please, like a bicycle or an e-bike. It supports us and can unlock creativity. Um, He says he was inspired by traditional Japanese puppetry and a quasi-horror short story by novelist Yasunari Kawabata about a man who borrows a young woman's arm and proceeds to spend the night with it. So doing anabolic steroids and meth is frowned upon, but turning yourself into a robotic spider, that's cool and trendy. Yes. Well, yes. Thanks. I hate it. Hmm? (laughs) Yep. This is literally 1984. Yes. Well, we we talked about this before, and it's not just 1984. It's, we remember when um, we said that it was at Harvard, I believe that they had, um, debate clubs that would debate whether it would be George Orwell's vision of the future in 1984 that we were going to end up with, or was it Aldous Huxley's brave new world? They actually had like debate clubs that would actually spend time debating these two things when all they had to realize is like, nigga, why not both? It's like, uh, the answer is yes. Yes. The answer is the answer is yes. It's completely probably probably a mix between Johnny and Monic and judge dread. Yeah, with a little Judge Dredd sprinkled in on the side. Yeah, so basically Aldous Huxley crossed with... It's it's John Carpenter's They Live crossed with 1984 and Brave New World, but with Bluetooth haptic butt plugs. Hmm? Okay, space communism? I mean, it's literally, yes. Minus it, the space... It's simulated the, space. Yeah. <laughs> Fully automated luxury gay space communism. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, so moving on from that, what else we have? Uh, oh, good Lord. These two, yes. 627. So June 27th at, three, at 7 o'clock. And June 27th at 7 o'clock. I'm proud of this find. The Newsweek. Oh, you found these, Jack? Okay. Yeah. So, um, Newsweek. N- Newsweek. Everybody's everybody's favorite, you know, real news article. It's it's yeah, literally right. like inside of you are two wolves. Yes. Inside of you are two wolves. Both of them are liars. Um, <laughs> Newsweek says opinion. Enough gaslighting. We absolutely need to know where COVID came from. Nathan J. Robinson. Editor-in-chief of Current Affairs Magazine. Again, June 27th, 2023. 
at 7 o'clock in the evening, 7 p.m. Now, flipping over, opinion. The origin of COVID-19 does not matter. Robert D. Morris, physician, on 7-27-23 at 7 p.m. Okay, so both of these are opinion pieces, but they're both being pushed by um, my Newsweek at the exact same time. That is interesting. And they're both implying one thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to say, they're both wrong. They're both implying that COVID's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both implying that COVID is real and not fake and gay. Oh, man. Not realizing there's a secret third option. <laughs> So in the okay, so the the COVID does not matter. Uh, no origin story can possibly help us better manage COVID nineteen. How could it tell us more than the three hundred fifty thousand research papers written since it emerged? With one hundred mutations, the current strains aren't even the same virus. Hmm. Okay, how could they write this many articles or, or all this research? It's it's not like we wrote these articles with AI or anything. How, how could right. they do that? That's why we don't need a mask for these strains, right? They're just not as deadly. Right? Well, they were trying to sell it off as <laughs> as the strain mutates, it's supposed to get more deadly, even though mm-hmm. implying viruses are real. That's No, science is winning. Stand up. Yeah, I mean, this is basically always the angle the government takes when they lose control of the narrative or something or can't control enough of the narrative on something. They just uh, sweep it under the rug and memory all it. Like, like I, I've admin multiple shit posting channels, and like, even I'm able to uh, manage to not schedule the same shit post at the same time as somebody else. How are you scheduling the same time, same date for two very contradictory articles? Well, <laughs> again, these are both opinion pieces, so it's into the trash it goes right well no but yeah, because they're opinions but they're they're opinion pieces so they're giving they're giving the 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 illusion that newsweek uh, uh, has some sort of um legitimacy to their journalism you know by by allowing Living human beings right? by allowing both sides yes by allowing the ai to write an article from both sides you know this is probably a chat gpt article wouldn't doubt it. I mean, apparently, they can write like court pieces. So no, they can't. Why not? They can't. We or well, we they tried and failed. They but. tried and failed. Well, I mean, again, I think that was a setup. I think the setting Chat GPT up like that was a setup to to publicly keep them out of the the Jews' little legal area. Oh no, God, no, 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 no. Oh no, get it out. No AI over here. <laughs> yeah. So, um. But, I mean, but again, yeah, both of these articles, uh, both of these articles are implying that COVID is real. So, into the trash they both go. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's that's the narrative they still have to keep control of, mm-hmm. and they still mostly have control over. Oh sure, yeah, they're they they're they're letting the vaccine thing go, and I think that's on purpose. I, I think they're 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 letting like the vaccine injuries and all that kind of stuff be 
be more well, public. They've already done the amount of damage they wanted to do with it. Right, right. They've already they already got all the rubes they're gonna get. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, so moving on. Uh, going back to space for a second. The Space Force General, Major General David Miller, U.S. Space Command Director of Operations Training and Force Development. He addressed an academic fair attendees at the U.S. Spacecom inaugural event in March 2022, held at the Air Force Academy Falcon Club. Stop debating over space weapons and prepare for conflict. America's space operators need to get to the point of how do we responsibly deter conflict that nobody wants to see, but if we do see it, demonstrate our ability to win. Um, you guys couldn't beat a bunch of sand niggers with AKs in caves with the best <laughs> military on earth. True. True. So, no. I mean, again, again, taking away the fake and gay, no, you guys aren't going to do shit, but like the fact that it is fake and gay, I... I what is the play? What is the play with this fake branch of the military? Is like, and it's an entire branch of the military, like Navy Federal. I bank with Navy Federal. One of my accounts is with Navy Federal. I'll never get rid of it because I was in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just a couple of years ago, they or when however long ago it was maybe it was 2016 or whatever, they they added Space Force to the list of the branches of the service. Like this is legit a branch of the service. What yeah. is the play with this? I mean, like this is, this is the military branch of NASA, right? But like, what, like are all the people that are joining space force? Like, like, are, are they just, are they actors? Or are they like, are they just, you know, getting like, I don't know. I almost want, I almost want somebody to go join the space force. You know, sp- like I, I would have tried, but what I was told is that, I mean, you, you know how hard it is to go from uh, any branch to Air Force. Sure. Apparently, uh, that's just like rookie leagues. Try going from that to Space Force. So much harder. Yeah, Dude, but if, if a seven-year-old William Shatner can go to space, I can go to space. Yeah, but yeah, seven-year-old William Shatner like, went in, in in a way like it's just a fancy, well-paid retirement program for uh, Defense Department people that played the game the game Mm -hmm. but like the enlisted people like how do you like can you enlist in the space force can you get out of high school and just go down to your recruiters and be like i want to join space force i think originally they pulled a lot of people from air national guard and air force okay but not 100 percent sure you know what happened what you would get sent to mars where there's a group of scientists who are digging deep into the crust, and they found a portal to hell and opened it up. <laughs> just Wait a minute. I played this game before. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hang on a second. <laughs> Gonna have to look up what date that game was again. I know we were close to it. I think we passed it. We passed it. So we passed it, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so... He wrote a paper. Major General David Miller wrote a paper. Um, called "Building U.S. Space Force Counter Space Capabilities: An Imperative for America's Defense." Like this, this, this is so fucking retarded. We got bridges that are collapsing. We got train trestles that are held together with chains. And don't got to worry about bridges if, if you're in space, though. Right, right. You ain't got to worry about none of that when you're floating around in, in outer space. 
I don't like the who is the, who are these people fooling? You know, are, does the average normie really think that space force is real? I believe so. Yeah, you'd yeah. be surprised. I don't know. I mean, I know. so I mean, he. What he's arguing here is space. that this is such a fair There are ways like that we can fight each other from space. So I mean, what if what if he's you know, when when we had Martin on, we were talking about the. Um, the fasces attached to balloons. Right. That was a long time ago. Right. I'm sure we have some more high tech version of that. I mean, we're at a sure cycling peak of technology right now, right? Sure. I'm sure we yeah, I'm sure we do. You know. So what if we have the actual space force because there are countries who are planning to hit us with direct energy weapons from low what do they call it? Halo? High altitude low orbit. A halo is high yeah, altitude low opening. Yeah, it's the type of like parachute jumping. Yeah, it's the type of low opening. Yeah, we gotta jump with the oxygen mask. Yeah, yeah. That one guy said that he was a. Never mind. <laughs> no, you didn't. Shut up. But um, Jack knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But none of this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, was I don't, someone in TRS that claimed to be a halo jumper? He claimed to be a lot of things. <laughs> he claimed to be a lot of things. He claimed wow, to. Uh, he seemed to he was only like a helicopter. TRS. He was only like a helicopter mechanic, right? M- barely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, a great one if they retained him. You know, if they didn't retain him. But um, anyway, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, the space force stuff. It's just another way for them to funnel more money into maybe black budget stuff. Because I know, I mean, I don't know if you know who Catherine Austin Fitz is. She no. used to, she was a secretary of something under Clinton, and now she does like uh, I I met her when I went to uh, the UFO conference in California back in like two thousand and ten nine something like that. Um, and that's why I met Henrik from Red Ice for the first time because Red Ice was still doing space stuff and alien stuff and Joseph P. Farrell and all those guys, right? And when Red Ice was still cool and not just another right-wing news channel. Um, the black space budget was what Catherine Austin Fitz was talking about. And, like, you know, when Donald Rumsfeld says that the, the, the government can't account for $2.5 trillion, oh, look, airplanes. Yeah, well, that's usually where that money goes is what the theory is. Um, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think about that, the black space budget stuff? Like um, the Tesla technology, the zero-point energy stuff, um, the um, – oh, what's it called? The off-world, uh, the breakaway society stuff. You guys ever think about yeah, that kind I, of stuff? I mean, all these programs are just a huge uh, black hole for money. The money goes in, no one knows what it's actually used for. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if the CIA is able to operate forever after getting government funding cut off, then like that's all I gotta say. Well, the C- yeah. When did CIA get cut off? No, they didn't get cut off, but it was, it was uh, basically theorized. They have so much like fake shit set up. Oh, oh, oh if, forever. I'm saying if, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the CIA, the Cocaine Importation Agency. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. <laughs> they, 
if if cocaine went away, they would still have the heroin industry, uh, the methamphetamine industry, um, the illegal weed industry, the illegal weed industry. Uh, I mean, if cocaine went away, then they they would capitalize on Eric Stryker's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many? How many Ugandans would it take to carry that? To carry that coffin? Just four. Uh, oof. Just four. <laughs> or you think you think two of them could just swing it between them? I don't know. I think one could, depending on how they lift it. If it's not like really awkward to lift, uh, I think one could do it. Yeah. Well, you got to remember. You got to remember. He's awfully heavy for his height too. Well, he's, I, I he's achieved so levels of sucking it like in that shouldn't the be possible. Coffin weighs more than him. He's well, yeah. You got to remember. He's achieved levels of sucking it in that shouldn't be possible. <laughs> and wait, wait, is he going to be living, uh, wearing his uh, lifter shoes? When does he not? Uh, uh, from my my source says that he's never seen him without his shoes off. Shit, that's going to add with his shoes distribution. Off. He uh, said that might fuck it up. He said he said what kind of dude crashes at his homie's house and has never taken his shoes off? That's a weird like I understand like getting blackout drunk and like you didn't have the opportunity to take your shoes off. Well, if you better take your shoes off if you get blackout drunk, because if you don't, that is Sharpie territory. Well, yes, you have to fully expect the the consequences that come from that. But like if if you you go to someone's house multiple times, you you have to take your shoes off at least once. Sure. Just out of well, just out of respect, because a lot of people, you know, would, would like you to keep, you know, the, their carpets clean or whatever. So they, you know, they ask you to take your shoes off when you come in. Um, I mean, I grew up in a household where you literally, as soon as you walk in, take them off. Yeah. So I just do that out of habit. Well, also, um, if you're spending the night somewhere, if, even if you're at your homeboy's house and you crash on the couch, like your shoes are off. Are you? Yeah, like you. I don't know. Do you ever sleep with your shoes on? I don't like that. I've done it before. I've no. passed out on my couch with the shoes on. It, it, it's weird. You, know, you wake up with your shoes on. It's like I don't. I don't like this feeling right now. Uh, most I've done is fall asleep with my boots on in the field because, well, that it was easier. Count. That doesn't. It count. sucked, but yeah. it was easier. No, Dude, I'm talking would, like would, a full on sleep. With I would go on. as far as saying that's an American custom. You what know what I mean? Like I've heard of that. They do that in Japan and stuff. But if I had like one friend out of like twenty when I was younger that. Like they were just wearing their shoes in their house. I was like, "What's wrong with you people?" Yeah, where am I? Yeah, what country is this? This is in America. Well, I'm know. sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that's one of the one of the funniest fucking things ever. And I saw that happen live when the Vandal brothers were getting arrested in we'll in Texas. Old. In Texas, he was. I thought this was America. What the fuck is going? on? <laughs> I'm a United States Marine. <laughs> Maybe ten years ago, kid. Anyways, um, Space Force is worried about conflict in space. Uh, not to mention, oh, not, yeah. Well, the conflict in space not being from aliens, which you know, thanks to Matt Walsh, is all over the news. Um, no. Uh, but this is to provide a deterrence to a much more aggressive China and Russia, both of which have been steadily working to build up their own capabilities to target U.S. satellites. And further, the paper stresses that China is rapidly expanding its own military space capabilities, such as intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance, and communication satellites. 
designed to allow the People's Liberation Army to better project force outside of its own territory and its ability to go toe-to-toe with the United States military in a conflict. Mm. Imagine that. Yeah, right. Wait, I have a question before we, we move on. So I've seen all the projections like in multiple different sources for everyone's uh, shitty recruiting. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Space Force ever mentioned once. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I I don't know. Can you just join Space Force, or do you have to like get pulled in from another branch? You know, but this thing is just like, uh, well, when when the before it, it ever became a thing, because I was active duty when it was like we're going to start the Space Force, and I was like, all right, cool. How can I switch over? And they were like, huh, Army? Hey, yeah, no, no. Hmm. hmm. It's one of those astronauts need not apply type things. Like, yeah. Right. So there's this thing called Space Force's Space Warfighting Analysis Center, the SWAC. I'm clicking on that. The Space Warfighting Analysis Center. Uh, they SWAC you in the head and then you all uh, dream up a space battle. I don't know what this is. Oh, it's a newsletter. Never mind. I'm an idiot. I clicked on a newsletter. Um, Yes, there's a need for improved space domain awareness as a foundation to space warfighting, saying that among the military services, Space Force, quote, probably has the, quote, least amount of awareness of the domain for which it is responsible. Primarily because the Pentagon's, quote, legacy approach assumed a permissive environment. What? So apparently uh, the Pentagon, um, the Pentagon just assumed that everybody would just be cool in space or something. I don't know. Again, we're, we're hypothesizing on space force as if it, as if space exists in a tangible sense. This is so odd to me. Like this is kayfabe on a gigantic level. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about Putin like to run kayfabe on his people. Jesus Christ! Like, that's like pot kettle black on steroids. How many levels of kayfabe are you on? Like two or three? Yeah, right. You were like little baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, Typhus? Have you seen the videos that come out of the Chinese space program? Like, it's just hilarious how little they give a shit. It's terrible. Like, yes. They, yeah, they, they don't even try to fake it. Yes. They don't even try. It's like terrible 1980s CGI. It's bad. But now, again, like the TikTok. It's forcing us to make response videos where they're like, why would the Chinese lie? Remember that we covered that? Right, right. right. No, why would the Chinese? Because they are. Because they all lie. Um but like okay so like china has two versions of tiktok right the version that we get and the version that china gets the version that china gets it's all very uplifting very nationalistic very pro family very pro everything really right the tiktok that america gets is all degenerate crazy fucking bullshit um i i I think that the propaganda videos that we see out of the chinese space program are absolute bullshit and i'm pretty sure the stuff that they show their own people i i think anyways i would think that they would be be showing be doing the same sort of thing for their own people like they're doing with their with the tiktok thing like even though it's fake they're probably showing them at least marvel comics you know at least marvel superhero movie level cgi <laughs> as opposed to the fucking uh what do we get the we get like the polar express what the, the the videos look like the polar express version cgi right 
You guys remember Polar Express? Tom Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah. The shitty shitty CGI from back in in like 2000. And these guys have like the the 4K CGI. I don't know. China, that's what I'm saying, because you see these videos where in China they have these hologram projections of like of of like dragons and shit in, in you know, in the mall or on buildings or, you know, aliens climbing up the side of a building right in China. Uh, well, like, do, do people in China really think they have a, a version of the ISS up there or do they know that this is a lie for Americans? You know what I mean? Like, you know, how the, a, right, like right, the, right. the mapping for the alien invasion thing and it was all just reports in the usa yeah is it like that what was that just because we don't get their we we don't know their reports because they don't report to us right like the people in china even know they supposedly took pictures of the dark side of the moon that, that again that's what i'm saying i don't know right we don't know that all we know is what we see and and, and we know the media outlets are controlled by Jews that hate us, so like, why wouldn't they just make up a whole bunch of ridiculous shit? And the reality is, is maybe everybody in China laughs at us because they think we we think we're going to the moon or Mars. Well, well, I remember when the the North Korea hate was really starting, and one of the the major points they talked about besides people starving was like they don't even know that we landed on the moon. Isn't that mind blowing? It's like, well, maybe the problem is that they understand we didn't land on the moon you know what i mean <laughs> they understand that that's an american lie you know yeah, it's totally yeah, that exactly. at the time because seth rogan movies uh uh how does he laugh was it about yeah. seth what, what about his movie you don't you don't remember his uh, anti North Korean movie oh it wasn't was really anti North by Korean. Sony yeah right him and YouTube, like, him and James later, Franco it was the the movie that was hacked, right? Sony was hacked. Oh, they were blackmailed to not put it out or something. Yeah, was, that, that was all obviously marketing stuff. Oh, it was terrible. It was a terrible marketing stunt. But the movie was all about two actors that go to North Korea and are basically like basically forced to attempt to assassinate Kim Jong Il, Un Il, whichever it was. And it was it was a movie made by Jews to yeah. to instill the idea that North Korea is a is a bad guy in this movie for Americans to watch mm-hmm. the movie of politics, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, but it's funny because you don't hear anybody talking about North Korea. Like it didn't it didn't set in. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like they gave up on it. Am I wrong? Like you just it's like not part of the world drama anymore. No, North Korea is well. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of other stuff. So they, they disappeared from the news completely during COVID. Mm-hmm. He's busy playing Diablo Four. Absolutely. <laughs> when, when all the COVID stuff started, they completely dropped any kind of North Korea uh, talk. Yeah, and, and then um, not much else going on after that. You know, I mean, they 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 played along with COVID. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, they went like toll, but the thing—the thing is, like, North Korea was already like a hermit country before, mm-hmm. so you know, total cross-border lockdown wasn't like anything particularly new for them. Right, so they're always doing lockdowns over there. Yeah. Well, 
probably wasn't hard to convince those Asians to wear masks. And oh no, there's always them, you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> They're all fine with that. It's just normal for all of them. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Put mask on for a movie. Right, put mask <laughs> on for a movie. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Did you release the scratchins? We, the scratchings have been released. Apparently, the scratchers are already, yeah, the people are doing scratchers. So, Sleuther won two, Paranormies won one. Hey, we won one. Uh, she'll kill a Lenny one, and she'll kill a Lenny donated this evening. Thank you, man. Shout out to Lenny, the frequent commentator in my chat. Yep. Shout out to, yes, shout out to Typhus's chat. Shout out to all the chats that I, that I am in that I actually participate in. Um, <laughs> Uh, what else we got going on uh, this weekend? We got another good show for you. Uh, we had another one. We had a good one this past weekend, even though it had some some technical difficulties. I would suggest going in and watching the video that we have posted on our Odyssey. Um, if you look in the show notes from the website post for this past weekend's um, Paranormies, it is the Dragons episode with Martin Liedeke. We did a live stream. And then we had technical difficulties. But he's got a lot of cool pictures that you can see in that video if you go to the Odyssey link. Just check out our channel. Um, we're going to start. I didn't know we had enough money in our Odyssey account to start posting stuff. So I'm going to start posting all the replays on the Odyssey from now on. Nice. nice. Yeah. And I'll probably put the put the audio for the show up there too. So. so all the replays will be on Odyssey from now on. Pilled, you can check out the replays for I forgot how long it is uh, and D live. You got to come over and check them out everywhere else. So that's that. But thank you to everybody who donated tonight. Um, and yes, you can continue to do that. Uh, you can do that here. You can do that on Odyssey D live. And also we take cash app. We take crypto. We take, I think that's it. You can also just yeah. thanks to the audience for joining in. Thanks to you guys for having me. Oh, for We're sure. Always a pleasure to hang out and talk with you guys. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, thanks for the for the the update there on on the fake and gay over there in Eastern Europe. Um, when is that going to? When do you, when, do you do you think they're going to do the nuke thing? They're going to actually try and pull the nuke thing. Do you think so? No, I'd be very surprised. Okay, me too. That's what I, I said. I, I, I think this whole thing. Well, no, implying, obviously implying, Jack. But what I'm saying is, like, you think they're going to try and pull it? No, but I don't. I don't think so. So, all right. Well, we're going to get out of here, and we will see you this weekend. Um, make sure to spay new to your pet. Wait a minute. <laughs> we'll get out of here. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay.